the path doesn't have to be straight. We have enough information that we can value courage. You're listening to the We Get Real AF podcast, exploring the future with trailblazing women and girls in emerging tech, XR, AI, and futurism. Science and technology are reshaping our world at lightning speed. Engage in conversations that'll spark your curiosity and challenge what you thought possible. Inventing tomorrow starts now. And here are your hosts, Vanessa Alava and Sue Robinson. Welcome to We Get Real AF, everybody. I'm Sue Robinson. And I'm Vanessa Alava. Thank you for joining us and welcome to our first legitimate YouTube video. Yes. This is really exciting. You know, we're, we have obviously our audio recording, but we're officially integrating video into our mix. And we want to give a shout out to our associate producer, Mitchell Machado, for helping us uh, get everything coordinated. Um, it, this is, again, something that we really wanted to integrate this year. So uh, we're officially up and running. Yes, thank you so much, Mitchell. And thank you, everybody, for watching us today. We have had the We Get Real AF podcast for one year now. Um, our one-year anniversary was June 30th. And so, so excited um, for all the amazing women that we've had on the show for the incredible topics. We have released, Vanessa, if you can believe it, 75 episodes in the past 12 months. We've been busy. <laughs> <laughs> To say the very least. <laughs> We're tired. Yeah. <laughs> tired yeah. and happy. <laughs> so, so excited. We're, uh, we're just thrilled with the response, um, the caliber of badass women we've had on the show, the growth that we've seen for We Get Real AF and with each other working together. Um, it's just been an amazing journey. Uh, and I'm so, I'm so glad that we're on this ride together, Sue. <laughs> me too. Me too. It's been so fun. And I've learned so much about podcasting and also just about all these incredible technologies. And mm -hmm. I just have to give a shout out to our little team because we are small but mighty. Um, within the first three months of our podcast launching, we were recognized by Podcast Magazine as the top new technology podcast to check out. And we also were a top finalist in the Quill Awards for podcasters. So, you know, kudos to us and to all the amazing women who've made the show really as, as great as it is. So absolutely. And, you know, the Quill Awards is really special because um, people actually had to go and submit a vote. And that just really resonated with us because we have a following that really uh, showed up for us. So thank you so much. Thank you yes. for the support. Absolutely. So with all that being said, you guys, please stop and subscribe to the podcast and leave us some love and a comment and a rating on Apple, iTunes, wherever you listen to your podcast. We really, really appreciate that. It makes a big difference to us. And in our second year, we have some really exciting things coming up. We are launching our own media production company, Mic Drop Creative. Yes. So excited for that. <laughs> that has been just brewing for the last uh, little bit here. <laughs> um, a lot of, a lot of uh, uh, soul searching went into that. And um, just love creating content. So the the podcast has really informed those decisions. So we're uh, officially uh, full-time entrepreneurs with Mic Drop Creative and founders of our own little startup. So this is a uh, full circle all the way around. So, so, so excited to be finally announcing that on the show. I know it's real. It's real. And um, we're going to be producing all kinds of content that is inspiring and uplifting and empowering 
in particular to women and girls, because you guys know that that's our mission with the We Get Real AF podcast, but also just really uplifting and creative and inspiring content in general. And we do want to continue to to educate people, including ourselves, about these emerging technologies. You know, Vanessa, I was just listening to the most recent episode that we did with John Bazell and Kathy Hackle on their book, The Augmented Workforce. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they wrote that, that book was so that everybody can be part of this conversation about where these incredible emerging technologies and scientific developments are taking us. And, you know, we what the last thing we want is, is for... Um, people who are just the coders and just the experts to be the only ones weighing in on where these technologies take humanity. So whether you're a doctor or a teacher or a stay-at-home mom or whoever, we are going to continue to bring you great content that helps you understand emerging tech uh, on the podcast in the coming year as well. So. Absolutely. And it, just having them on the show is so aligned with what our mission is with We Get Real AF in so many ways, because to your point, Sue, we want things um, that we talk about with technology, all of these terms, the jargon, to be digestible and relatable to where you're not just saying them, not knowing what they mean, that they actually were giving meaning to those things that you hear about and read about, and you're seeing how it affects your life. You know, it's not just like this ambiguous thing out there. All of these things have an effect on you and in fact, on your family, your friends, your, your future. So um, absolutely, whether, whether we, we like it or not or whatever, what have you, like it's important to know knowledge is, is power. So mm-hmm. uh, happy to be here bringing that to you uh, every week. So with that being said, let's talk about some of the things that are going on in technology and science news right now that impact all of us. And um, I'll kick us off because I think this is really, really interesting. Vanessa and I have talked about TikTok recently and the fact that, and I have some notes here, TikTok is able, um, they recently gave themselves permission and in order to continue using the app, you had to accept this, that they can access over 50 kinds of information about you, everything from your age, gender, email, to details about your mobile device, the content of your messages, tracking about your online activities, even the contents of your clipboard, your eye movements, your surroundings and objects in those surroundings. It's a lot. TikTok is giving itself access to all this data about you. And I think that's pretty unprecedented and pretty interesting. What do you think, Vanessa? Well, you know my feelings on this, Sue, because as we've been evolving as a company and as a brand, we've toyed with the idea of joining TikTok several times. And I've always been so hesitant to the point where I'm, you know, we've talked about it and I've never officially downloaded the app because I've been so scared. And it kind of went back to an article I read goodness, about a year and a half ago. And it was a, basically a hacker that writes for like Wired and all of these things. And he was kind of explaining the, the back end of the app and the permissions that it has and the capabilities it has. And at the end of the day, the long and the short of it was the things that it is allowed to do, the only reason it's there is basically for nefarious intent. <laughs> There's no other reason for it to be there. So it's just scared the shit out of me. I'm like, I'm like, no. So, you know, I mean, you know how I feel about it. Like, it's just one of those weird things to me. I think what's wild is that it's so widely used by such a diverse age range. And it scares me with the little kids, like, right? Like you have little kids using this mm-hmm. and you just don't know what's on the other end. And it freaks me out. How can a 13-year-old even legally give permission for their data to be released into the ether? And, Mm -mm. you know, and and they're actually sharing it with 
advertisers, marketers, and analytics vendors. So basically, it could be anybody, right? And there's also the concern that this is a Chinese company. So I was talking with my husband about this recently. He's an attorney. And he said, you know, the next level of personal identification or two-factor authentication, they're talking about retinal scans. But here's TikTok <laughs> that's collecting an entire database of people's eyes, <laughs> you know, using their app. And while, um, while their servers are based in the U.S. and they say that they've done that to protect that information, it is not clear whether Chinese law or U.S. law applies to how that data is released or to whom it is released. So uh, my Youngest daughter actually deleted her TikTok account when that thing popped up that, you know, give us permission or get out of the app because yeah. she, her spidey sense said, mm, this isn't good. So guys, yeah. just be aware of that. You know, at the end of the day, like this podcast, this show, like we are talking about what's in the news, you know, we want to inform you, but we're also giving our opinion, right? Mm -hmm. So we invite anyone from TikTok that wants to come on and have a conversation and kind of uh, debunk all of these things. Come on to We Get Really F. We want to have a yes. real conversation with you. Um, so I just want to throw that out there. You know, at the end of the day, we're not trying to like say bad things about people or their technology. At the end of the day, it's not the technology that's bad. It's certain people using the technology that makes it bad. So, right. uh, so yeah, th these are just our opinions. Um, we're, we're the moms of, of daughters and I have also a baby boy now. And just, I think that anybody that has children, like you just think of things differently. There are even movies I can't watch now. Like it, it has mm -hmm. a kid involved. Like I can't know, I can't see certain things. So just ask the questions, right? Just educate yeah. yourself and ask the questions. Don't just automatically say yes <laughs> to whatever the apps ask you to do. So all right. Well, that's a good segue because um, there was a an article about uh, the big techs, uh, Congress wanting to do some more um, mandates on what they can and can't do. And there's some big changes coming up that they want to kind of put on to these tech companies. Some of them, you know, I agree with some of them. I'm like, uh, that's kind of infringing on our society, like being a capitalist country and, and, and growing your business. Um, so I just wanted to kind of chat about that really quick. So there's like five things that they're trying to bring legislation to. So they want to break up the four major companies. And when you say four major companies, we're talking about Facebook, Google, Amazon, and Apple, right? All of those are household names. We use them every day in our, in our daily lives, actually with the apps and, you know, in our conversations, et cetera. So one of them is they want to break them up, you know, from owning like dominant platforms at the same time that it affects other lines of business that they have, where it's creating conflicts of interest. So that's one of them. Um, the, the second one is crossing over. And this is how I'm reading a USA Today article where it says, lawmakers are proposing enabling users on dominant platforms to communicate directly with those on rival services. So it's making it easier for different companies to succeed you know, and not just having these conglomerate companies making all the money, basically. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I understand where they're going with it, but I'm also saying, well, if I had, you know, if I worked my ass off and I have this like big company and I'm wanting to continue to grow it. And again, this is thinking I haven't done anything that's been borderline, right? Morally or ethically, that's infringing on me, right? On my rights as a company. So I, I thought that was interesting. What are your thoughts there, Sue? I'm interested. I think that we've always had antitrust laws in the U.S. in in the spirit of capitalism, right? And in the spirit of allowing the little guy to have a shot. So I think it's yeah. important that that spirit continues uh, 
in our technological age to apply to huge, huge tech companies. I particularly love the idea of being able to break out of an ecosystem to, to get to another ecosystem. And then it comes down to what kind of service you're getting within that ecosystem. And is that mm -hmm. provider where you're gonna align your, your time and your loyalties? So I, I think it's good. I, I think checks and balances are always good, especially with things like emerging technologies that are evolving so rapidly. It's gotta be really difficult for legislation to keep up with that. And again, to police it in some type of way. Mm -hmm. So there's another one that no more favoritism. So basically it's gonna prohibit these tech companies if this passes this legislation from favoring their own products and services over the competitors on their own platforms, which it's almost like, you know, I look at it as like even voting, right? Voting in school, like you can put a vote in for yourself as opposed to voting, voting for someone else. So I'm like, okay, I, I don't, some of the things are borderline for me. Uh, making it hard to merge, you know, uh, and snap up different competitors, uh, companies, they're going to make it more difficult and have more stipulations there. And then again, dialing up the enforcement with antitrust laws. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm definitely for that, right? Like there's got to be some type of uh, guiding principle for these organizations. It can't just be the wild west. And I think that's kind of how they've operated for a long time. So that's kind of why you see them almost so offended when they're in the courtroom. They're like, oh my gosh, you know, like wh what's this wasn't the case several years ago, but I mean, it's, it's new. And as things become bigger and better and greater, so do all of the potential risks that come with that. So Absolutely. Anyway, it was an interesting article. Very interesting. And I think one of the differentiators for the for modern technology and particularly artificial intelligence is when you when you mentioned legal stipulations being put in place to prevent companies from favoring their own their own items, their own products, yeah. is because yeah. we get our information about products from the same ecosystem that we're getting all of our other information. So if I want to sell you my particular brand of X, then maybe my at-home smart device only makes those recommendations of mm -hmm. my product to you. So, so I can it's understand, you know, why why somebody has to put a uh, check on that because otherwise, how do you find out that there even are competitors out there, or how do you order them? If it's really difficult to order them, then that other company never has a chance because you're again trapped within this information and commercial ecosystem that is controlled by one entity. That's a great point. However, again, it goes back to it being such a gray area. So there has mm -hmm. to be a way for you to promote your own services without you getting in trouble, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's the whole point of business is that you want to, you know, showcase what you're doing and promote yourself. But to your point too, with the types of AI that we have now that know how we want, what we want, how we want it, when we want it, and you're in these little ecosystems, how do you give way for those smaller companies to succeed and to be able to sell their products in an equal and fair manner? Yep. So very interesting. Very cool. Okay. Let's move on to science since we've been talking tech. I think this is really cool. Happy news that was reported by The Guardian, which is a news source out of the UK. There is a simple blood test that can detect more than 50 kinds of cancer before they show any signs or symptoms in patients. And um, it's showing so much promise that they're actually going to be uh, piloting a, uh, the screening test here in the US starting this fall. The NHS is gonna be testing it. it um, the, the test was developed by a US-based company called Grail. And what it does is it looks for chemical changes in fragments of genetic code that leak from tumors into your bloodstream. And it mm. can detect things like ovarian cancer, pancreatic cancer, some blood cancers, esophageal and head and neck cancer. So cancers that have traditionally or historically been very, very difficult to 
find or identify, diagnose until they've advanced to a point where they're also really difficult to cure. So I love that. I think this is really exciting. It's a, again, a simple blood test. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I think it's obviously, unfortunately, um, a lot of us have been touched by that, uh, whether that be family, friends, whatever. Um, and it, it's, it hits home, it's relatable. And it's something that because it's affected so many people, I'm shocked that it's taken this long to get to this technology. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's amazing. When is, it, is that officially out? Like to be able to, to be used? They're starting to clinically test it now. It's a screening test and they're piloting it, I believe in the UK now, and this fall, they'll be piloting it through the NHS here in the US. I so, bet there's going to be a long list, long line. They're starting with people who are higher at risk. So people over 50, and then perhaps people who have genetic risks of cancer in their families. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. um, really exciting though. I love seeing breakthrough things like that, where, you know, it's just so much promise and gives so many people hope. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. Well, um, kind of shifting to hopeful technology and science, um, I found a really cool article. But again, this is US News. It's called A Smart Cane, uh, Bringing technolog Technological Advances to the Visually Impaired. And since obviously accessibility and diversity is a huge part of our show, I thought that was appropriate to, to talk about it. But basically, it is a white stick that, you know, the visually impaired use to get from place to place. And it's been given a high-tech makeover. It's called the Smart Cane. <laughs> and the website is called WeWalk if you'd like to take it take a look. But basically there's an attachment that attaches to the cane and it helps detect obstacles. It uh, pairs with your smartphone. So you have um, navigation that basically, you know, it tells you where to go. You know, if you're telling your phone where you want to get, you know, you go from point A to point B. So it's got that GPS navigation. Um, what's around you, you know, so depending on where you are and where your stick hits, because it's connected to your iPhone and your GPS, it'll give you a little bit of information about the things around you. Uh, it'll assist with uh, public transportation. There's obviously the voice assistant, like I just mentioned. Um, so a lot of really cool technology. And uh, this is coming out of a person named Kursat Salin, and it's a Turkish inventor. He was born blind um, and had an accident a few years ago that uh, left him struggling to navigate while pulling luggage and checking GPS and all the things. So um, he created WeWalk. So check it, check it out, tech company. Um, and you can get one if you're interested for about $600. So very interesting, really, really cool. I think um, anything that obviously is a tech for good, we, we promote mm -hmm. and we advocate. Very innovative. It's it's interesting, as you were saying that and describing that product, Vanessa, I was thinking about seeing eye dogs and if, if technology will eventually potentially replace, you know, companion animals specifically for purposes of the visually impaired. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, uh, but it's wonderful that technology is being used in a way that, you know, can help people who are visually impaired navigate. And that's a really smart, sounds like a really smart invention. So absolutely. And as usual, we will have all of these uh, articles linked in the show notes. So if you're interested in learning more, feel free to check those out and uh, click on it. And obviously we're on YouTube now. This is a new thing. We'll have it in the YouTube show notes as well for you. Um, yes. Anything else Sue, that you, you have? I have one more. And this is because our very first uh, We Get Real AF podcast episode was with Christina Hernandez, who's a engineer, a systems engineer at JPL um, with NASA. 
And she was working on the Mars rover Perseverance, which we know launched in 2020. And I just read this week that it has now completed its first 100 plus days on the planet Mars. Yeah. And it's sent back over 100,000 images, including... And this is historic for this generation. One selfie. So person took a selfie <laughs> and sent it back, which I thought was kind of cute. Anyway, and now the Perseverance is going to be venturing away from its landing spot and going on an actual scientific exploration where it's collecting materials and rocks and things uh, in a crater and in a couple of different craters around the red planet to try to identify if there may perhaps at one point in history been life on Mars. So um, very exciting. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And talk about uh, humanizing technology. If you're having a robot do a selfie, (laughs) I think we're personifying the the robot. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, And if you haven't had an opportunity to check that episode out, it was our very, very first episode. Fantastic guest, Christina Hernandez uh, with NASA's JPL. Um, But yeah, really, really exciting. And it's just, when you think about it, you were just talking, and I know we talk about cool technology all the time, but you're like, yeah, robots sending pictures down from Mars and it's been there for, you know, 120 days. Like, that's crazy. It's just crazy. I love I love having that that still magical moment when you're like, man, we're 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 getting to experience this as humans right now and and document it. You know, that's that's awesome. Even trying to imagine that it takes six months to get to the planet Mars because it's so far away, mm-hmm. and we're getting mm-hmm. images back from that planet. I mean, that's super exciting and super cool. So these are the kinds of things that we want to bring you guys uh, just for the rest of us who maybe aren't full-time getting to do technology and scientific exploration in our day jobs, but are really interested in these topics. Uh, We want to bring you just a few highlights from the news. And again, Mic Drop Creative is our brand new company. We'll be creating lots of great media content uh, around STEM and STEAM topics, as well as other empowering content uh, for women and girls. And just join us for the journey in year two. We're so excited to be continuing on with the podcast and creating other types of media. We also have a cool event coming up this fall we'll be talking about um, to empower women and girls looking to get into technology fields. So we'll be sharing more about that in coming episodes. But thank you all for joining us in year one. It's been amazing and we look forward to continuing on. Ditto. Thank you. Thank you again for all the support and just, yeah, keep, keep your ear out for us. Like we have so many cool and exciting things happening literally by the week. I, Sue and I almost have to rein in our ideas because our brains are operating at like lightning speed. And we're like, okay, we're only uh, two people with uh, help of like amazing people trying to help us succeed. And we can only do so much, you know, at a time. So um, I would just say, yeah, stick with us and, and, and follow us and please engage with us like comment below and let us know what you want to hear about more less of who you want to have on the show like we want that interaction we want to bring you what you want to hear so help us create the content that you want to you want to take part in absolutely and i just want to give one last shout out and that is to sam mclean with mclean sounds who's been our awesome sound designer since day one so uh again mitchell machado helping us out here today with our brand new youtube channel and sam mclean thank you both for making this possible thanks guys you guys rock thank you hi everyone thanks so much for listening to this episode of we get real af we're excited to bring you the voices of amazing women and girls who are shaping the future for good 
Please help us spread the WeGraph mission of supporting women and girls in emerging tech and science. Follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at WeGetRealAF. And visit our website at www.wegetrealaf.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and to subscribe to the podcast. We also want to give a big shout out and thanks to Sam McLean for providing sound production for the show. You can find Sam on Instagram at McLean Sounds, that's M-C-L-E-A-N-S-O-U-N-D-S, and to our voiceover artist, Veronica Horta, for her show introduction. You can find Veronica on LinkedIn by searching for Veronica Horta, H-O-R-T-A. We'll meet you back here next time for another great conversation about high tech with cool women. 